Welcome to Business of Design. Business of Design is the world's best business training for interior design professionals like you. The Business of Design podcast offers immediate, actionable strategies and a glimpse into some of the many field-tested, proven systems you can implement to transform your business and your life. After the show, head to businessofdesign.com and get started with the BOD 15-step project management strategy and six foundational programs. Together, they deliver the systems, procedures, and strategies you need to run a successful, highly profitable design business. There's no theory here. The complete BOD business model is yours through Business of Design membership. Business of Design. There's only one. And now, your BOD Advocate-in-Chief, Kimberly Selden. Well, hello, you fabulous interior design professional. It's so good to know you are here with me and you are in for a treat. You are going to hear from Courtney Warren, who is just the most amazing, talented interior design professional in Dallas, Texas. And she is launching and publishing a book which comes out today. Yes, August 22nd. Congratulations, Courtney Warren. Getting a book published is no small feat. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to use your opportunities for media to get your ideal clients. Whether you are writing a book or you're a guest on a television show or you're doing a Facebook Live, there are so many things to think about when it comes to attracting your ideal client. So much of what you'll do in those circumstances is plant a seed where your client may happen to turn on the television and see you on a morning show, a local morning show, or they may pick up a magazine and say, oh, wow, I've seen that person before. I know that name. So you're planting these little seeds and it may take years before that customer actually phones you with a huge decorating design project. I will give you the best example I have in my life of that. Years ago, and funny enough, I mentioned this during the interview with Courtney, years and years ago, I launched a company called Design Express, and the goal was to take people who loved interior design and were enthusiastic about design and decorating to different cities around the world. The real goal was me getting to travel and it not costing any money, and it was so fun. We went to Paris, Hungary, Tuscany, uh, Czech Republic, uh, Provence, I don't know, we went to... uh, you know, 12, 13 different countries over the years. The very first trip we ever did was to Montreal, Canada. And I did a Montreal trip because I thought it would be easier than a European trip. My first, the first trip I wanted to do was Paris, but I thought I'm going to do this Montreal trip and just see how it goes, use it as a test example. And the trip was amazing. We had about 60 women. We took the train from Toronto to Montreal. We went into antique shops. We visited art galleries. Uh, we we tasted wine. I, it was phenomenal. The women went crazy buying everything and, and bringing it back home on the train. A huge success. Well, 15 years later, we get a phone call from a woman who says she's got a design project. How did you hear about Kimberly? And she said, well, I went on Design Express Montreal and hadn't seen her since, but she'd thought about me that whole, whole time. And turns out she has been for the last five or six years, my best favorite, most wonderful client. She has led me to about 10 projects between her and her family and friends. She is just the most amazing woman. And that was a seed that got planted in like 1999. So there you go. You just do the work 
and the rewards will come, but maybe not as quickly as you'd like them to. So keep that in mind. Courtney's going to talk about the discipline required and the time required to write and publish a book. She's going to talk about the launch party and how to use the launch party in order to get more of your ideal clients. It's a really, really good conversation. So much fun. And before we launch in, let me just tell you a little bit more about Courtney. She's, as I said, a Dallas interior designer. She's been featured in Real Simple, Better Homes and Gardens, Good Housekeeping, Apartment Therapy, Today.com. She's frequently on Fox 4 TV's Good Day program in Dallas. And she says she broke into the design scene after she was chosen to be on a TV show on TLC called Four Houses. Despite all of her media, yes, she still runs an interior design firm, and that is her primary business. You can find Courtney at CourtneyWarren.com. That's her website. It's also her Facebook. It's also her Instagram. Go to the show notes, and you can get the links to everything Courtney there. Her new book launches today, August 22nd, 2023. You can buy it on Amazon, The Story of Your Home, a room-by-room guide to designing with purpose and personality. Speaking of purpose and personality, let's check in with Cheryl Horn. Hey, Miss Cheryl, what's happening at Business of Design besides so many things? Well, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's BOD Live. We're going to be talking about money mindset, and I've seen quite a few members signing up to take that program. Um, I get a little notif- I monitor everything for, for members, so I get a little notification when new members sign up for certain programs or enroll in them, rather. So when you become a member of Business of Design, you have access to all of the programs, but in order to make it easier to like monitor your progress and track where you're at with each program, you enroll in them individually and then you can you know mark complete as you go and pick up where you left off each time. So I have seen a lot of members uh, enrolling in the Money Mindset program. So I think tomorrow's gonna be a really great conversation. We would love for everyone to join us. So that's August 23rd at 1 p.m. EST. Just sign into your member dashboard to join us. Uh, In September, we're going to be talking about custom lighting, and we've got a couple of members joining us to take the lead on that one. So that's going to be a fun conversation as well. And then we're just gearing up for the BOD 15 two-day seminars, and that's happening in Toronto and Winchester. Both dates are in October. So Toronto is October 4th and 5th. Winchester is October 25th and 26th. Registration is still open for both of those locations, uh, but they are filling up. We're keeping our numbers quite limited because we really want to ensure that you've got time to have all of your questions answered. A lot of times they're very project specific, so we want to make sure there's time for that. So again, we're keeping our numbers quite limited for these events. So if you're interested, please don't wait. Get your ticket now. And of course, uh, if you've got questions about membership, events, anything business of design, really, uh, shoot me an email, Cheryl at businessofdesign.com. I would love to hear from you. Take care. Courtney, it's been forever. How are you? I am so good. And please excuse me for all my fangirling. I just love you so much. And I think you're so good at what you do. So I'm glad this is on audio and not video because you just can't see me drooling over here. (laughs) Well, you're probably not drooling because, oh no, my battery is low. Okay, good timing. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to change it right now before we have it. We're not lucky that it, it happened before we're in the middle and I didn't notice. Are you attracting less than ideal clients or worse, no clients at all from Instagram? 
If so, you're missing out on a lucrative advertising and marketing resource for your interior design firm. No worries. Darla Powell, founder of Wingnut Social, has designed a course just for you. Instagram for interior designers. It's a comprehensive seven module course with downloadable worksheets and over 40 lessons where you will learn how to optimize your Instagram account, create captivating and visually appealing content, attract more organic followers, leverage Instagram's key features, and develop a successful content strategy that attracts your ideal clients. Taught by Darla and a team of seasoned experts with years of experience in social media marketing and interior design, enrolling in this course means bidding farewell to the struggles and overwhelm of Instagram and saying hello to intentional strategic marketing to attract your ideal clients. Don't miss this chance to transform your interior design business. Use code BOD20 to enjoy a limited time discount of 20%. Head on over to wingnutsocial.com and check out Wingnut Academy to learn more. Instagram for interior designers. Okay, fresh new battery. Um, I started to say you're you're probably not drooling because it's really hot out in Dallas right now. No, it's about to get truth. hot. Yeah. Yes, it, it is. I we we are all miserable for about three months of the summer. So yes. Oh. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, as soon as that's over, it won't be long before we're complaining that we're too cold. So yes. Aye, yes. Aye, aye. But and our it, fall lasts about like two weeks. Like we get very nice weather, you know, for, for just a couple days, pretty much. I love it. I love it. Well, uh, Courtney and I go way back. You, you've been a business of design member in the past. Um, like a lot of members, sometimes you'll have your membership and then you'll go away for a while and you come back and that's, that's great. That's what we're here for. But I have been watching you and just rooting for you as I see you take on all these great media challenges. I've seen you on different, uh, local, television shows and now I understand you have a book that's launching so before we get to all of that the first things first tell everybody who you are and what you do and give us a bit of a bio and then we'll we'll transition into getting published in the value of media okay well I'm Courtney Warren I live in Dallas and I do um, interior design I've been doing it about 10 years I um, I do I love media I love marketing it's just kind of the way that I'm, I'm driven. And so um, I'm always thinking about how to reach more people because I feel like truly the things that we're telling our clients are not super difficult things. They just don't have the tools. And so that's why I'm excited about this book that's coming out in August the 22nd, because I'm getting to pull, put tools in people's hands that normally wouldn't be able to afford a designer, or maybe they're not in the stage of life where they you know, are looking for one yet. So now some people would say, why on earth would you want to teach clients how to decorate on their own? And the answer is because those aren't your clients. That's right. Exactly. Those people will never call me mm-hmm. and, and they're just stuck and they, they don't see the value, but you know, maybe like a $29 book is, you know, something they could, they could do. So exactly. They are not my ideal client. So back us up and tell us, when did you start experimenting with different ways to market your business through various media and what kind of media was it? And how did you get your first breaks? 
So what's interesting is it sounds kind of like a humble brag, but that's actually the way I got into design. So my background is in social work. I went to college, got a social work license and degree and worked in adoption for many years. And I was actually chosen for a very short lived TLC show. It was called Four Houses. And they went around. It's kind of like a show they used to have called Four Weddings. And they would go, four people would go and like kind of critique each other's houses. And so I, they had a Dallas edition and I, I just saw an ad that said, it was like back when ads were a thing. And it said like, uh, do you live in, do you live in Dallas and love your home? I was like, oh yeah, I live in Dallas and love my home. And turns out it was for a TV show. And they, I just went through the interview process and ended up being on the show. And after that, people started asking for my help. Like, Hey, we saw your house. We really like it. But I had I mean, I, you know, design is kind of like you're, you're good at it or not, but I had no business acumen at all. And so really what I had to teach myself and why it was so valuable to come through your program is because I had to learn how to run a business. I didn't want this to be a hobby. I wanted to actually, if I'm spending my time at it, I'm going to make money. So, uh, so that's what I did. And 10 years later, here I am. Isn't that amazing? I love everybody's origin story because um, they, you're, they always go on these twisty turns that you didn't expect. So you did this, you got tapped to do this television show and you just happened to discover you're good at it. You're comfortable really, in front yeah. of the camera. You can be yourself. You yeah. have a big personality. So that helps. You're gorgeous. That helps. All oh, of gosh, those are good things. Please, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, I loved it. And I, and it was so funny because I just was like, I'll just, I'll just help these people. If they're asking for help, I'll help them. And my youngest son was in a, like a little mother's day out program, like a little church program, you know, during the day. And I realized I was, I, you know, had him in one day and then I got busier and I had him in two days a week. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I really need more time. And pretty soon I had him in four days a week. And I'm like, this is a job. Like I thought this was just fun to help. And, you know, but it's, but it's a job. And then I started treating it as such. Yeah. And, and I think that that's really important. A lot of us, a lot, a lot of the members and, and uh, design professionals we've met over the years through Business of Design kind of stumble into it and start in a similar way where somebody says, I love your home. Can you help me? And I yes. think that that gets us off often. It gets us off on a very bad footing where we imagine yes. that this is a skill that you just give away. And, yes. and of course, your first couple of jobs, maybe it kind of is, but soon after sure. we've got to decide for ourselves, this has got to be, a li- I've got to make a living at this. Yes. And what I really appreciate about business of design and you is that you will say it's okay to make money. It is okay to want to make money because it feels so dirty. Like, you know, yeah. we must not, you know, care about people or we must not we must be selfish if we want to actually make a living doing this. And that's so backwards, you know? And so I love that you give us permission. Like I listened the other day to a podcast and you were like, I make a lot of money. And I was like, yes, thank you. I just, I, I want to be like that. I want to be okay with that. It's so funny because I cringe just hearing that I said that, but I have a, a business coach that I just love. And he's always like, you have to tell people that it's possible. They don't know it's yes, possible. See, and that's what it did. It didn't yeah. make me think that you were arrogant or gross. It made me think like, 
thank you. It's okay. You yeah, know, it's okay. We all have to get over some money mindset challenges that we were, you know, Absolutely. that higher hard wiring from a young age. So yeah. at some point you're doing this, this media and it feels good. Media feels good. People say, that was great. You're fun. We love you on TV. Your neighbor sees you, your friend sees you. It all feels so good. And I think sometimes we can lose sight of the fact that the reason we're doing it if this is the case, is to get new clients. So how right. do you how do you keep your eye on the ball and stay focused on that? Because you could go on a t- I could go on a TV show. I could talk about trends. That's not going to get me new clients. So right, right. it's fun, and everybody says, "Oh, super cute," you know. But if I want new clients, I have to have intention. So what do you say to yourself to make sure that the shows you're appearing on are targeted toward you getting your ideal clients? Yeah. So I think, first of all, when I first started, I was like, oh, wow, I'm going to get so busy. People are going to you know, see me on this morning show, and they're just going to want to work with me. And what I figured out is it didn't make my phone ring. It was, I, you know, being on some media thing, you get social media hits. Like my Instagram account, Courtney Warren Home, got a lot of followers, but, but I really didn't get a lot of clients. And so I think, first of all, just adjusting my expectations to, okay, is this going to make my phone ring off the wall? It may not, but what it does is it provides another touch. So, you know, the research says that you have to touch a client like seven or nine times or something. And so they know, like, and trust you. And so that is a way where I'm connecting with them another time and they remember me and I come up in their Facebook feed when I, you know, post the link to the show. And so that's one thing I like about it. Um, the other thing is I like that it, I reach a lot of people, um, I lost my train of thought. So that's what I like about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. I think that that's really important because I had, I remember the first time I got published in a big magazine, I thought, well, this is it. You know, I've arrived. Yes, Everybody's yes, going to call. Yes. Guess what? No calls, zero calls. Right. No calls. See, and it's shocking. I, I totally felt the same way. So I think just knowing that you're not crazy, like, oh yeah, this may not be, it may not be that day. And something that's that it. is... I don't want to share my, yeah, I don't want to share my, uh, takeaway, my in takeaway thing, but I, I'm going to talk about that. in again, again, that like the work we do may not be for right now. Yeah. The, That's the, a little, a little, uh, foreshadowing. Well, yeah. And sometimes someone will phone your office, a potential client, and you'll find out, you know, how did you, how did they hear about you? They've seen you for years. I, I've seen her on yeah, TV. See, I've seen thing. her here. I've seen yes, her there. Yes. Yeah. So and you, maybe they, yeah. And so maybe they join my newsletter or, and so then I have to make sure, do I have a drip campaign, which basically a drip campaign is where, um, I have a person like a nurture campaign. I have them on my newsletter and I'm sending them strategic emails to educate them, to add value and just to reinforce, Hey, when you do hire a designer, I'm here. And so that, you know, that's another long-term thing. Yeah. And long, long game is exactly right. You've that's got right. to approach that's it right. as part of a long game. But also I think it's really important with every single one of those touch points, whether it's a TV show or an article in a newspaper or even social media ads, whatever they are, make sure that you are clearly speaking to your ideal client with all of them. That's Don't right. waste those that's opportunities. Right. Yes. Yes. I think that's so good. Yes. Have it in mind. That's right. So tell us about the book. Tell, first of all, what's the name of the book? 
Okay, so the name of the book is The Story of Your Home. And basically, it came about because kind of the same thing where I'm, I'm working with these clients, I'm giving them tools that kind of seem like no brainers. And they are like, Oh my gosh, you're changing my life right now. I could have never done this. And I'm like, okay, this is not, this is not that hard. It's not hard for me because like me and you and everybody else, it comes naturally, but I'm realizing we have a skill that is adding value to their life. And so I just, I just thought like, how can I reach people? How can I give the education that maybe won't do interior design. And the premise of the book is using things you love to tell your story. And so that's another thing that I hear clients say is, um, you know, I, I just, I don't know what I like. And, and a lot of people are still hanging on to old pieces of furniture that like was their grandma's and they don't like it, but they feel this guilt. And I mean, maybe grandma got it at Walmart. It like, it isn't even really special, but it just was passed down. So they have to keep it. And I, what I want to say to people and what the book says is if you don't love it, don't keep it. Like yeah. you, you have that and you can honor your grandmother in so many better ways than having an ugly dresser in your bedroom that you don't really love. Right. And so let's, you know, let's add a beautiful frame picture or, you know, put a letter in a shadow box or something that's very meaningful to you, uh, but you don't have to remember her through design. So it's kind of telling the story of your family through the design and the things you choose. Very cool. And this book, even though it might not get your ideal client because they're not looking to learn how to decorate their own homes, it still can become another touch point where they've seen your name and they say, oh, she's also an author who teaches design and decorating. So, Oh, that was what I was going to say. You totally, yes, that's (laughs) exactly right. It gives you skins on the wall. It gives you authority. And so that's what, you know, and especially coming, not being trained formally in design, I felt very self-conscious. I, I, you know, took as many classes and went through business of design. And, and eventually I started seeing through experience when you have that imposter syndrome, what helped me was just experience of a great client that are like, thank you, this moved the needle for us. And after you have that so many times, you don't feel like an imposter because you're like, I see I see how they, how they love it. I see what I'm doing. So, but having those media touch points can also give you skins on the wall where if you have like a reluctant husband and you know, he's Googling you and you're like, okay, you know, this, she might know what she's talking about. If she's asking us to spend this money, maybe she knows, you know, what she's doing. Okay. I have to ask, what is skins on the wall? I've never heard that. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Is that that, like a, that's a Texas phrase. Is that a hunter? Like like you've gone on a safari and you have an, I, I can't, or is it a football? Yes, I No, I guess it's hunting. I don't really know. Honestly, skins on the wall is just like, uh, you have proof. Like you have a scoreboard. You're looking at like, okay, okay. you got the, you know, the highest score. Like, but that's so funny. I've that's never so funny. in yeah. my life heard that expression. So I had to ask. That's hilarious. I'm so glad you asked. Well, because probably like half your audience was like, what in the world is she talking about? Like, yeah. is she doing hunting decor? And the, and the other half knows exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Right, hilarious. right. Um, so, all right. So now when we're, so for those of people, for those designers who are thinking like, you know, I want to write a book, tell us really. What's the process like? How rewarding is it? Well, you don't really know how rewarding it is yet in terms of the moment you let it go into the world. But what's yes. what was the process like? How much effort and discipline did it take? Just give us a bit of information about that. Yeah. I mean, I really had no idea what I was getting into. I, uh, I mean, 
it was a fun process for me because I enjoyed using a different part of my brain. You know, it wasn't the running the business brain. It was more that I'm going to give you the product and then I'm going to give it to a publisher and they do everything. So I'm, I didn't have to figure out who was the best printer or things like that. So that part was nice as a business owner. Um, what I didn't realize is just the demand on my time. And that seemed like a no brainer. I don't know why I thought I was going to go to like a Montana lodge and mountain and just crank out this book, like, Stephen King, but it was actually in the midst of me running my business. And so what I realized is in order to do this well, I had to have a person in place that would take the managing of the business and the daily things because I was pulled out so much. I wasn't able to work on design because I was writing or I was revising. And what I also learned is when the publisher has a deadline, you really don't know it until they send you the information and they're like, hey, edits are done, we're ready. Um, we need you to give these in two weeks. And it's like, two weeks? I've got a huge install this week. I don't have the time. And they're like, uh, we don't really care. We need these in two weeks to keep the printing on you know, schedule. And so that was something else I realized is I, I feel like there's things maybe I missed or I could have done differently because sometimes I just didn't have the time to give it my full attention. There was life happening around me and the book is forever. The book is in print forever. So you have to make the time. So that right. was something else I learned. I would say also, um, oh, now it flew out of my head. Isn't that hilarious? Right. Okay. You, pa you passed the baton it? to me. No, this was critically know, important and so vital and so it's smart. It's in the morning. What so I was so say. we're just like, you know, <laughs> need caffeine a little, a little more. I don't, because I, I get very enthusiastic. I'm not sure if you could tell. But. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I definitely need coffee. No, you said something. It made me think about when you're writing that book. Oh, and now the phone's ringing, of course. So, Hi, everybody. Welcome to Live with Courtney and Kimberly. Yeah. We'll see if somebody will answer that phone or it won't be me. Um, I know exactly what I was going to say, which is you can take your eye off the ball of running your business for any side project. And That's that right. totally. that can be a huge mistake. So yeah. it is something to think about, right? I launched a, a, a an online magazine in 2007 yes. or something. And it was it started out gangbusters and it was amazing. And then the recession happened and the magazine started giving away advertising for free and i just it just tanked and it took so much of my energy and my time and it really right. hurt my interior design business and i had to we yeah. had to pull the plug finally i pulled the plug way too late but and that is so hard you feel like you're quitting that's so hard a total yeah and, and oh i failed and i disappointed yeah. people and it hurt so right. so much but I will say I shouldn't have launched it anyway because my yeah. prime I, I lost my primary focus, which is my interior design business, which is which can that's be right. highly profitable when I'm yeah. Paying that's what attention. paying your <laughs> is paying your bills, and that's yeah. the hard thing about the book too. I'm not I'm not making very much money on this book, and so I have to keep my business going because that is what is paying my bills. So exactly to your point. Yeah. So for, for anybody thinking like the moment you get on a TV show, the moment you get published, you're, it's on easy street after that. And you'll just have right. clients phoning you that like, no, it doesn't quite work that way. You have to really put a lot of effort into it. And then yes, the, the clients will see that you're out in the universe and that will be That's a bonus right. when they think about yes, whether or not is, to hire you. It is not a magic wand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just one more way to uh, promote yourself. 
you were thinking earlier when we were talking about your design intervention, because you said, I don't want to give it away yet. I don't want to give it away. But now I'm so curious, what is your design intervention? Well, I mean, it totally fits what we're talking about. So basically my design intervention is the work that we do today are our clients for three or six months from now. So we, we are not seeing the return on the, the work we do until down the road. And exactly how you said, it's a long game. Yeah. The, a couple of weeks ago or months, I, I kind of looked up and I was like, I don't really have anybody in my pipeline. And then I realized at first I was like a little anxious about it. And then I realized, what have I been doing to get those clients? Nothing. I, I, a lot of the times clients come to me most of the time when I'm not doing much, that's just word of mouth and social media and, you know, media interviews. And so the minute I didn't have that, I'm like, well, I have to go back to the drawing board. I have to go back to what those skills are to start filling that pipeline. And, and what I'm doing now is going to be my clients down the road. So I went back to business of design. I listened to podcasts. I started um, emailing, like I, I created another nurture campaign. I started emailing people that have done inquiries. I tried to take your advice and ask clients for, for work, which feels like I'm asking a boy out in eighth grade. It's like, <laughs> it makes me so nervous to do, yes. <laughs> but I, didn't you say sometimes you sit on your hands? Yes. If I need to stop talking, I sit <laughs> yeah. on my hands. That's so it's great. a reminder to stop talking. Be it, and, yes. that, and that's a good, like, I'll need to stop talking when I ask client for work. Because what I'll do is I'll say, you know, hey, when are we going to do your cottage? And then instead of stopping and getting an answer, I start going, I know you mentioned you had a place and I was thinking it would be really, really, and then I'm buying them time. Yeah. Like shut up. Yeah, exactly. It's that awkward silence we have to endure. My husband is in the lumber business and we've been married over 30 years. And in 30 years, there's only been one time there was a run on lumber, only one time. And it was COVID and the prices for lumber went crazy. And instead of them having to work really hard to sell lumber, their phone was ringing off the hook with people wow. begging them for lumber. It was so fun. Two years of just bliss, so fun. all in the middle of this horrible pandemic. But anyway, it was really fun from a business perspective. My husband now has recently had to go back to his sales guys multiple times and say, guys, that was then, this is That's now. Right. Now you That's have to right. get back on the phone. You have to make a relationship with the customers. You have to, you have to ask for business. And that's true for us too. And yet I Absolutely. find it very hard to do. Yes. And it's not, it's not a failure. It's not, I mean, it's just seasons rise and fall. And so some seasons you're have plenty and some seasons you got to hit the ground running, you know, and, and, and get out there and get contacts. That's exactly right. And so, um, are, do you ever think about how can I get more immediate action out of an ideal client with one of my media hits, like what well, I'm going to be on TV. Have you experimented with different things you can say that might get your phone to ring? You know, that's a really good question. I have it. And if you have any recommendations, I would love to hear them. Cause that's, I mean, that's a great question. What's the magic phrase that gives people the unrest, you know? Well, okay. I will tell you this, that um, years ago, I used to run these trips called uh, Design Express and I would take design enthusiasts, not interior designers, but design enthusiasts to different c- countries to learn about fine art and architecture and interior design. Oh, that design. sounds amazing. Yeah, it was, it was really, really fun. We did about 12, 13, 14 trips and I would go on TV and they would say, you can very quickly, you can promote your trip. 
So I would say, oh, we're taking a group to Paris this year. It's October 28th, 29th. It's $4,000. And uh, go to KimberlySelm.com if you're interested. Nothing. No hits. Nothing. So yeah. the next next time a trip came up, I'm like, hi, okay, that didn't work. Uh, and I experimented. And then one day I said, um, okay, if you've never been to Tuscany, you have to go. But if you've never been to Tuscany with me, you're really missing out because I'm going to have so much fun when I'm in Tuscany, Tuscany and I want you to come with me. I want you to go right now and block these dates on your calendar and I want you to come to Tuscany with me. Phone rang off the hook, sold out. It really, really became about me saying, I want you to come with me. And I have found wow. that to be true with clients also. If I just go, well, let me know if you have another project. No, I don't hear anything. If I say, okay, here's the thing. You've bought this cottage now. You have to hire me as your designer. I want you to hire me as your designer. I don't want you to work with anybody local. And then they get to say yes or no, but they often say yes. And does that feel strange the first time you ask that? Because to yes. me, it feels like, Truly, you're putting yourself out there, like holding out your hands, like pick me, and that feels awkward. It feels super awkward. I'm so it does feel like asking a boy out in the eighth grade. Yeah, yes, super, yes, super awkward, yes. but it works. Yes, it works. Okay. And so uh, that's what I think with every time you're on television, experiment with different things you could say, you know, right. and see what gets yes. the phone to ring. I know for me, yes. if I don't have a consultation coming up, my pipeline is empty. Because that's an indication right there. No, no consultations, empty pipeline. So my job isn't to fill my pipeline. My job is to sell some consultations. It's not so that's hard. That's right, exactly. Go sell yes, some consultations. Start with the first step. Yeah, mm-hmm. so if I have this media gig or a TV spot or something like that, you know, say, you know, every project starts with a two-hour consultation. And some of you right now watching are going to phone my office today, and I'm so excited. I'm going to come to your house, and we're going to hang out, and I'm going to get you started. That's genius. Try it. Just try yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. That's genius. I'm going to do that. Thank yeah. you, Kimberly. It, it I'm just, learning so much. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes people say, well, I'm not on TV and I'm, I haven't been in a magazine, but maybe you're going to make an appearance at a home show or you're going to be on a podcast. Like just. Well, and everybody has Facebook live. Everybody has yes. Instagram stories. Like go on there. That's your, that's your media, you know, say it there. That's exactly, exactly right. All right. So the book's coming out on August 22nd and are there going to be a lot of uh, events that you're going to attend in order to sell the book and promote the book? Like what's your schedule going to be like after the book launches? Yes. So I am, I'm, I'm doing a book launch party in a couple different parts of Dallas. Um, and really kind of going back to, okay, what is my end goal for that? What do I want to achieve? And I really want that to be a way to connect with some old clients just to show, I mean, I'm going to have awesome food, awesome drinks. It's going to be a great party and just show my appreciation. Like their photos are what is filling my book. And so this is a small way that I can say thank you. And then just to people like family and friends that, you know, they've, they've been with me and, and it's nice to give back. It's nice when you feel like you've gotten a lot to give back. And so that's really what I want the party to be. And just a celebration. Um, so that, yeah, so I'm excited about that. Okay. And I want one more thing for the party to be. I want the party okay. to be an opportunity for you to get more clients. Yes, because if you yes. say at the party something like, okay, some of you, we did your house 10 years ago. It's time for you to hire me again. What are we doing next? And so-and-so, you know, you said you had a cottage project. Let's do it. Yes. Like, don't forget to pepper your conversation at that book 
those book parties with what you want now because your business is thriving and you want it to you you you're not done you're not done right Right. we've got a lot more to do and you want to have your best most profitable years coming up so start by you know planting those seeds now that's so good, Kimberly. This is totally turning into a mentoring session. Like this is so good <laughs> for me too. I have to remember too because I go, I go. Absolutely. You know what I do? Cheryl, Cheryl laughs her head off. I do business and design events, and I forget to say, you know, we want you to be a member. We need you to. Right. We can't continue to do the podcast for free and do this and fly to Las Vegas if you guys don't sign up for membership. That's so she right. say, "Why do you forget?" I'm like, "I'm just having so much fun talking about, you yeah. know, talking yeah. to my people." Uh-huh. So we all have That's to right. be intentional with every opportunity that comes our way. And you reminded me of that of this this morning as well. So thank you so much. And thank you for putting up with my just finished with my trainer hairdo. And I'm, um, I'm just no impressed you worked out this early. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, it's great. I'm trying to do something every day and it's really hard to maintain that discipline. But I'm really, I yes. find if I work out almost every day, it's easier than if I work out twice a week. Yeah, that it's makes just, sense. It's yeah, and fun. I find it's a very good stress relief for me. You know, I have a difficult client or an install that went wrong, and I go, you know, sweat a little and it seems a little lighter. Exactly. Yeah. And leave the sweating for the gym, not for the, you know, outside temperatures. That's too much. <laughs> totally. Yes. We're talking to you, Texas and South. Yes. I know. I know. Well, hopefully I'll get to come see you one day um, soon. I have a really good friend who lives in Texas, who lives in Dallas rather. Uh, and I come to see her sometime. That would be fantastic. Yeah, yes. would be awesome. It was awesome to see you. you. look great. Congratulations on the launch of the book. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you, Kimberly. Thanks for listening and supporting the BOD mission to improve the industry one design business at a time. If you're ready to implement an exact business model for running a streamlined, profitable business, field tested by thousands of design professionals around the world, head to businessofdesign.com and get started today. It's time to dramatically improve your business and transform your life.